Squid Comics Podcast, episode 19, season 3. We're cranking along. We're only at 19. 19. <laughs> 26 is the goal if we hit the year. But I'll wow. be out of town, I think, what? the next one. So Why? Really? Where are you going? NBAA. What? Why? Because they asked me to. Cool. What? The National Business, Business Aviation, Aviation Convention. Convention. Yeah. Where's that at? It's in Las Vegas this year. Is your wife coming? Yes. To family? No. <laughs> have no. you been to Vegas? You have. Haven't I have, you? yeah, I've been to Vegas How like long? three times. Um, I fly in Sunday, leave Thursday night. Oh, wow. They putting you up in the... The Waldorf Astoria. Is that on the Strip? Yeah. Never heard of it. No. So, anyway... So we may miss. We'll have to just make it up or something. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'm off, like, next Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I took it off because my kids are off school. So we could actually just double up and do it next Wednesday. Maybe. Cool. If I can read Skelton two novels of birthright and yeah. next time. Even if you get scalped right. Or even if you don't get scalped right, we'll just do it the next time. It's not like we're on a schedule that we have to, like, That's get true, it done. Sorry. That is true. I mean, we could float it one week. Wow. Just saying. So you're Drew? I'm Drew. I'm Dom. I'm Scott. And we get together every few weeks and we talk about comic books and TV shows and movies. And I haven't seen many movies, but apparently Scott saw all the good ones. I did. You I saw, saw all the good ones. I saw Shang-Chi. My dad said that movie was, was awesome. Yeah. But he saw it in IMAX. Yeah, I saw it as a drive-in. But so it was still that's, awesome. a, that's a different experience. That, that is true. But it was still experience. awesome? It was still awesome. Oh, I, that's good. Then. Here's the funny thing with it is it... Uh, I thought they did a good job of kind of trying to pull in that kind of uh, Asian feel, you know, kind sure. of kung fu type of stuff, you know. Lots of colors, good cinematography, you know, almost artistic in the way that the martial arts are being shown in different styles, you know, and things. Yeah. That's really good. But then all of a sudden it gets to like the very ending climax type stuff and they just throw a ton of special effects into it, tons of CGI. And to me, that almost took away from the the beauty that the rest of the movie was uh-huh. so it's still not bad and everything and it makes it's good with where it's going but i found like the rest of the movie better, better. than that than actually than when they there, tried to do all than when they tried to throw all the special type you know, shiny things at you you know and stuff but that's usually the way it is right but it's it, some some movies are some some aren't you know I guess it depends on what they're after but they were so particular on kind of what they wanted to show with I felt like a lot of either I, I would say the just the old you know um, what maybe uh, is it uh, what do they call it when they're like floating around the, the line type of work uh, you know mm-hmm. and stuff you know and things you know doing the more traditional special effects it felt like you know in a lot of ways there's yeah. there's a lot of other things you know where they're using CGI and you could tell but it just seemed like most of the fighting type scenes were a little bit more of, of the actual you know uh, just little eye tricks you know and stuff Kung not as much she, 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 CGI so oh cool but yeah, I liked it, and uh, there's like a little, um, what would you call it, a short type thing that's on Disney Plus right now with uh, Ben Kingsley, uh, what, that character. Kingsley? Mandarin? Yes, the Mandarin that he played, you know, type things. And it shows him in jail, and it kind of is almost like a little special prequel to Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi is the Mandarin in Shang-Chi? So he actually is. 
So hopefully, I, I assume we said tin rings. I so, kind of thought it might be a Mandarin thing. So yeah, but he he does have a a little role in in this in Shang Chi there. So cool. Uh, I actually know very little about the movie Shang Chi. So. I I didn't know much at all either. I know so very maybe that's why I liked also. it. So. So, but my dad said it was good. He said it was good. I'm kind of excited. I'd like to see it in the theater, but I don't know if I'm going to make it or not. Yeah. I was going to go opening weekend, but then my kid was on quarantine, so I wasn't able to go. You're not. That's true, but I want to take myself. Uh, well, I don't want to go by myself. Well, then you just... But we did watch, my son and I watched Venom, the first one, because he'd never seen it. Uh-huh. Now he's really excited to go see Carnage. Okay. That Venom movie is actually pretty good the second time. Like, I mean, I kind of thought saw, it wasn't too bad. The it first was okay time, the first right? time, but I don't know what my expectations were, and I kind of fell asleep at the end. Okay. The okay. What did you watch it on? Oh, we rented it from Redbox because oh. it's not really available on any of the streaming services that I subscribe to. Mm. I don't think it's on any of the streaming services. Period. You, you would think that they would try to be. Right you can now. rent it, yes, or you can buy it, but you can't just stream it. Mm. It's been a while since I've I'm seen sorry, it. I'm sorry. Stream it to with the subscription. Right. I stream it via Amazon Prime or, or I mean, yeah. Amazon. Or Why do you have two copies of X Men number six or something? Whatever. It's number four. Number four. Is that the first appearance of Omega Red? Yes. Ooh. Why do you have two copies of that? Because I bought two copies. Cool. I bought. It. So back in '91, like I thought they were gonna be like. Oh, you bought these back in '91. Yeah, I bought two copies, and I bought. Did you two. buy the two copies because you thought um, they were the Mega be, Reds it was the first, first appearance? No, no, no. Thing. I bought. I bought two copies of the first ten issues of X Men. Of X Men. Oh wow! Thinking that they would be gold mines. Yeah. Like, in later so years. one for him to keep. So you bought how many copies did you buy? Number one? Did you double up on probably that doubled too? up on each on of the, the five covers? covers. So, so I probably have like ten at least. Wow. And that's a comic they made, what, 50 that's million the, of? That's the most uh, printed comic of all time, I believe. Yeah, I'm thinking so, yes. It's up there. One. I think it's number one. It could be. So that's a good investment. Jim Lee cover? I know, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, yeah, they're connecting. And then the last one. Do you There's know? a gatefold. I was that's listening. all the covers. She waited out for that one. I was listening to... Um, Listen. Like some podcasts and stuff, and they were talking about it. We can talk about other podcasts on our podcast. But no, the information I didn't remember this, but they released one. A, they released them like a week. Yeah, they I thought out they all came time. out at the same time. Yeah, they were, they were like one week, then the next week, then the next week, then the next. Oh, week. so that's even more of a reason why he doubled up on because yeah. he could spread his money out there. Absolutely, so. you got they're like Pokemon, man. It's like buy and collect them all. It's like how they tell you to buy stocks every month. You know, don't you shove it all in. So, I was wanting to get one of them. Compounding interest. I was wanting to get one of them graded. Oh, nice. Is that worth anything? Yeah, it's first appearance of Mongo Red. That's not what I said. I said, is it worth anything? I was looking on eBay right before it came over. Yeah. And, like, there were nine eights that were sold, and they're, like, 300 to $500. For a nine eight? Yeah, that's pretty good for a nine eight. Yeah. I mean, a nine eight, if anything, will probably sell for, like, you know, 50 bucks. Regardless of what it is, it right? Could be like, but just a random issue. The story I heard, yeah, because it costs you that much to get it graded, doesn't right. it? Right. Yeah. So it's and it's a nine eight. The so. story I heard about this particular issue is that when Falcon and the Winter Soldier was coming out, uh-huh. there was speculation because it was Madripoor uh, that Omega Red was going to be in the TV show, uh, and there was actually the somebody first appearance of her in the TV right. show. Right. 
It's a him. Or him, sorry. There, and there was actually someone that went online and said that they had seen footage oh. of the episode. And it had a mega red in it. So everybody started, so freaking, everybody out. started freaking out about this It's book. the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And so it Bird. like shot up. So I thought, if I'm going to try something, I have two of them. I might as well try. So I, I'm looking at them both trying to figure out which one's better. Here's one thing I've noticed. Send them both in. Get them both great. What the yeah, heck? I don't want to slap them both. I want one raw that I can read. That's why I bought double copies so he could grade one Good and God. keep one for reading. Well, well, but at this point in time, who cares? You just sell them both for $500. Get them both, like, freaking graded. That breaks my run. I don't breaks care. His run. I one thing sure. I've noticed is, like, with the speculation and the prices of stuff, if it's stuff that's been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's way higher than other stuff. So a lot of the X-Men stuff really hasn't blown up yet. So if they ever bring the X-Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all that X-Men stuff is probably going to explode. Maybe, but you don't think the bubble's about to burst there? Dude, I don't even understand the bubbles. I, I don't have no idea. Uh, I would burst. But I agree. I it makes no sense to me now, so for me to predict that it's going to stop making sense at some point in the future, I have no idea. I mean, I'm 100% with you that it's got to burst, right? But logic says it shouldn't be here in the first place, so... Could be. I, was, I can't use logic to predict... I was looking on a... I was looking... On a Facebook post, can I put my beer on top of that? Yeah, <laughs> and, that'll, uh, that'll, that'll make your decision I'm easy, won't it? Go, well, I think I'm gonna go with that one anyway. This one's got some. There's a light hit today. I see some ripples. This one's got some creases, some dimples, and some ripples. Cool. That one's not perfect either. It's got a little dang at the top, but I think this one's better than this one. You probably get nine on that. Get nine point two. Like nine I was amazed my uh, New Mutants 98 came back as like a 9-2. But here's here's the thing also. So I've been looking into... Um, all right, so you know how, like, you, you've been told this, I'm sure. You've heard this in the past, that polypropylene bags and, and, and acid-coated boards... Yeah. You're supposed to replace them every... Like 10 years. Every five... Three to five to seven is what I've heard, right? Hmm. Okay. I've, so I've been watching YouTube videos and stuff because everybody's like, oh, you need to put it in Mylar and you need to get the, the halfbacks or the fullbacks that are acid-free boards. And I was watching this video and this guy's like, anyway, a YouTube video. So I bought this in 1991 and it's I put it pristine. in a bag in a board. Yeah. This is what it looks like. He had some stuff from like 1986, 88, and mm -hmm. I mean the bag was like they were deteriorated. Was deteriorated. The board was like you could, and this happened with one of my other books, which is why I started thinking about it because this Sandman Mystery Theater number one. Yeah, I broke it out, and but I put a new board in it. I should have saved it, but the board, the ink had bled. Have you ever seen that where the ink will bleed on yeah. a board? Hmm. No. So if you look at this board. I think it's time for a climate-controlled um, humidifier uh, storage unit. Right. So if you look at this board, you can kind of see outlines yeah. of the dirt. That's that's cool. So you can see where the comments Yeah, it's just coloring. Yeah. But yeah. I think, and I've watched, because so, I've had a lot of boredom time, I've watched a lot of stuff, and I think where you store them and how you store them, no matter yeah. what you store them in, is a big part of it. Well, what's that awesome is that surprised. when we were kids, we stored our comics at home where our dad smoked five packs a day. So that was helpful for our comics. Right. But I mean, as far as like, in in the dark, no sunlight, 
They have less sunlight in their comic book boxes. Well, well, yeah, but if you put put your comics outside <laughs> right. in like a swampy community right. area, <laughs> like if you keep comics in our in our crazy cockroach house over there on uh, what do you call it? If you oh, keep them wow. in a garage, but anyway, yeah, we had no air conditioning there. Yeah. <laughs> no air conditioning. Right. Yeah, that was bad. Climate it was only six months. Anyway, good, so. This guy was swearing up and down, and he, like, switched out his bags and boards, like, every five I have an idea. If you have anything that you care about that much, just give it. Just like, slab it. Just slab it. Because so, those things are, they don't deteriorate, right? I know. They're, they're not elastic. They're, they're not they'll supposed last forever. To. But not this, is the, this is the odd thing, too. Nothing lasts forever. I don't understand, but you can the buy. The paper inside will deteriorate before the, the plastic. <laughs> well, obviously. That's but it's airtight, so that should keep it you protected can, you know, The ones I got from CBCS don't seem that airtight. Oh, really? You mm. can buy Mylar bags yeah, I know. for your slabbed books. They come in bags. But you can buy them from You can like buy a bag or, for a... Yeah. You can buy a Mylar bag. Yeah. Why you. would you need Double to put, protection, Don. Why would you need to put a Mylar bag over, over a CG Double wrap. You don't want the case to deteriorate. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Strange. Anyway. You Who can, watched Why the Last Man? You can keep that. I did. I actually watched all four episodes even. Don't break it. Time. Don't damage it. Don't jack it up. Put it somewhere. Put it in your safety deposit box. You want me to get that one graded, right? Yeah, that's what I brought it over. Is that the only one you're getting graded? Well, I don't Why, know. Why? He doesn't have an account and you do or something? Is We're that... going to share an account. You're gonna share? That's you probably got. a good way to do How much does that cost? So yeah, the base thing, so you can mail them in, is like 25 a year. So it costs you 25 a year, and that allows you to... To send books in to be graded. To send books in, but then each book then gets graded... That's I mean, that's each cost there. It looks like it's anywhere from twenty-two to thirty-three bucks, depending on the how much. That's not shipping, by the way. Depending on how much it's worth and what era it's in. Okay. If it's super expensive, it goes way up from there. Like if it's a thousand dollar book or over four hundred dollar book. It makes a difference. If it's over like three thousand, it's a percentage. FMV. Fair market value. Are you opening that shit? Yeah. But what? Why? That makes no sense to me. If you're grading the damn comic, it shouldn't matter if I want you to grade. If it's over three thousand, they want to cut, dude. That is stupid. Well, that's that is CGC. Golly. eBay. What's the same as eBay? Well, eBay is a marketplace selling. I They're really, providing a service. I don't know why the value of the book matters for the service. I really, I agree with Scott hundred percent. Oh, I do too. Me. But I'm just saying that's the way the world works. Yeah, um, I suppose because they, I wanted to look at the board. Because I know you bought this in a bag and a board, probably. No, I did not. No? No, Mark didn't bag and board shit back then. Yeah, he did. In his back, back bins. They were not They were at least bagged. They were bagged. But I switched out the bag and board since then, I'm sure. Because uh, I bagged, I boarded it. Um, it's probably like a three. See, you can see that color on the board, too. That's I'm just getting a slab, man. I'm just really fascinated with this now. I'm keeping, I'm Dude, it's already like a three. I'm not that worried about it. Um, <laughs> I went into um, went into um, Hero Haven to talk to them about the convention and stuff. Oh yeah. And uh, we were just talking, and they had a like three boxes of books, and then they had another one that it was all slab books. I pulled out what the hell was it? 
What's the other, like, sword and sorcery book? Not Conan. Savage Sword of Conan? No, no, a different no. character. Oh, Cole? Yeah, Cole. Okay, Cole the Conqueror? A, they had a Cole the Conqueror number two mm. CGC at, like, 9.6. Oh, wow. And they had it for, like, 25 bucks. Really? And I'm just like... Did you buy it? I thought about it. I would totally buy that. I know, right? But I'm like... Because it's like from the 70s, isn't it? I'm like, who the hell's sitting in? I'd buy any book from the 70s at 9.6 for 25 bucks. It may be... I thought That's just me. It, I know, right? But like... I, I'm going. I'm going like, to snag that bastard. Who the hell sent in like a cold number two to get know. like... CG? Maybe it was 50. I don't remember how much it was. But anyway, we got... We started talking about like how crazy comic book prices and stuff are. Mm-hmm. And so I asked them about the King Spawn because I knew that they had put a thing out on Facebook yeah. that said, you know, if you're interested, we'll get you a copy. And so anyway, we started talking about Spawn and I'm like, yeah, it's crazy how like, you know, like the, it's like 175, 176, it's like the first appearance of the Gunslinger. Oh. First yeah. and second appearance of the Gunslinger. It's not two? 75, No, it's okay. like 170 you something. You have that. You sl- give me that yeah. one. I'll get that thing slapped. One of them's going for like, in the Overstreet, yeah. like the new Overstreet. Yeah. For like three hundred dollars, and the other one's going for like five hundred dollars. And I was talking to them about it, and I'm like, "Yeah, I have those. Like, I have a full. I bought. I've bought every single issue of Spawn yeah. off the rack. I have a full run of Spawn. Correct. And the guy's like, "You have a full run of Spawn? He's like, once you get past like a hundred, like those things are hard to find. Are hard to find. Yeah. And he's like, "You have all of them?" And I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. I have all 300 I've been buying and whatever. For I've been since buying the 90s since 1991. Off the rack, dude. Off the rack, dude. Of a full run. And they were just like, wow, you have a full run of Spawn? I'm like, yeah, I wish I had two. I'm like, I wish I had two of them. <laughs> That's what you should have been buying doubles of. <laughs> right? Probably, but only after issue 100. Right? Yeah. It's like, up to that, it was like, there were, no. there were so many of them. Yeah, I know. But I've seen, like, I went to that. ICT and like Scott saying, isn't the bubble gonna burst? Because I mean, I know that's the, I know they're rare, but who cares about the issues of Spawn passing? They're they're reprinted, they're available. If you really want to read them, it's like you don't care, right? It's just. Crazy. Are you thinking that's gonna be a TV show or something? It is gonna be a TV show. It's oh, gonna it be picked is. up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if it if it you paid fifty bucks for that. No, that's what I'm selling it for. I oh. I was trying to sell it at conventions we went to. Oh. I don't know what I paid for. I probably paid. Cover price? No. No? They were already hyped up before. Yeah, I paid, I bought... Sorry, collecting. I bought my Exo Man of War number one, and I think I paid like 40, 40 to 50 bucks for it. I think I paid more for Harbinger number four than I did for number one. Yeah. Does this have a coupon in it? Oh, yeah. Of course it does. What are you... Fucking shit. Of course it's got a coupon. I know. What's that? Not a coupon. For the coupon to get your zero? Yeah, you collect all the coupons and you mail off or something. Yeah. I have a... Image did that for a while, too. Yeah. Yeah, I have or a. Is that, was, it, was that? I don't even. Yeah, know. it was image. Okay, sorry. I have a two shows. That was Valiant. I, I, I thought. Okay, I, I thought. Yeah, image did that was, and Valiant did it. Yeah, yeah I think I, I think mine's signed. Cool. I think I got mine. signed. I'm trying to hold back the signed stuff to send to CBCS because they'll signature right. verify. Um. They say? will, huh? Oh, yeah, even if you didn't have a witness, they'll verify it. No kidding. I have a. I've a, got some stuff that for an extra fee. Hmm. I got some stuff that could go that way. I have the Amazing Spider-Man 238, but I don't have the tattoos. Oh, it doesn't have tattoos. So why The Last Man? Did you watch all four episodes? I did. 
I thought the I thought the first episode was excellent. I thought the second one it kind of meandered a little bit. Meandered a little bit, but then by the third and fourth one, I think I'm in. I mean, it seems pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. My biggest problem. No, I I agree. I thought the first one was good. Where did you have these? Just on the bottom of the table. Just out there, on that wooden thing down there. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. The first episode I thought was pretty good. The second oh, one, I thought uh, thought a few weeks. That took a while. And uh, in the third episode, I thought it was was pretty good. It finally starts. starts yeah, I thought I thought after the second issue kind of lulled, like you said. The yeah. third episode, it seemed like it's at a good pace now. Like yeah. things are moving. The fourth one, I don't know yet because of the fact that it was so hero centric. I guess. Yeah. That I was kind of like I don't know. I don't love Hero. I didn't love her in the book. I, I know exactly right, and, and she's even worse in the show. You've uh, read the book recently. <clears throat> it seems like it deviates a lot. I mean, it's following the same basic idea. Yes. I don't know if I like the casting of Three Fifty Five. Really? She's I, okay. And this is probably gonna sound horrible, but she's almost too masculine. Like I expect her to be a little less. And she's not really drawn that way in the book. Like, but the person they had is very kind of. Muscular, muscular yeah. kind of. Yeah, really could be that way. She I don't like know. I don't really person. have a problem. It seems but she's like, fine. yeah, I I think she's grown on me a little bit as, as yeah. the series has gone on. Um, I think I think my biggest problem is is that it seems like right now they're trying to do they're trying to form their ensemble cast, you know, type yeah, things. So there's there's met, there's several people in it. You know, the book was basically. Yorick. Yorick, 355, and Dr. Man for a huge chunk of it. Correct. And then occasionally you'd, you'd have these the little offshoots yeah. where you maybe you'd see the president, uh, you'd see his sister Sorry. show up for, you know, an issue or two. Maybe there would be something there. You'd show Beth for like a page, you know, or something like this, you know, but the the majority of the issues of the series centered around those three people in, yeah. in a lot of cases. Whereas this, you know, is going, oh, we're going to try to flash to what's the president doing now. What's York doing? What's his sister doing? What's 355 doing? Oh, here's this person that works for the president. What are they doing? Oh, here's somebody that worked for the ex-president. What are they doing? You know, it almost seems like they have too many lines going out there right they now. They got a lot going on. And their episode four, I thought, started to try to merge some. Kind of bring it together. Right, yeah. but it's it still seems to me there's too many uh, threads going on out there a little bit. I do have, like how they've inserted a little bit of like left, right, red, blue politics in there. I thought that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So the lady who was in Israel, who they've now shipped back as of episode four, was she in the comic at all? Was that a no. thing? That was that's a, that's a, a whole that's new storyline. That's right? a whole new storyline there. Okay. That's now there right. was a, a fight about the presidency in the book because of the fact that I think there was some debate in there where. I think they thought that the president's wife or something like that should govern, and instead of this lady, you know, type uh, of, instead of York's mom. mom. But it it was short lived because there was like a, you know, a little coup or some little fight outside the White House, and things happened, and and basically it was like, yeah, okay, no, we're going to go this way. So I mean, it, it what amounted to a an issue, you know, type of things in the comic. There looks like they're going to stretch out as a storyline in, in here. I love how York is just as useless in the show as he was. Oh, God, time. isn't he? Right? Yeah. He's such a bumbling idiot. Yeah, like he's, that he is. It's like of all the men to have survived, it's like this man-child. Yeah. Like but he does a good job of almost seeming guilty, you know, about 
You yeah. Know? Well, it's so funny because like he keeps we're watching it, and we're like, she'll he leave him alone, him. and he just wanted. He's like Carl in The Walking Dead, right? Yeah. Like he's like, he dude, makes, stop. Makes dumb decisions. Stop wandering But he did the off. same thing stop. in the comic. I know, I know. That's what's funny. It's like it's the same thing. It's yeah. like I didn't really think about that in the comic. I guess it's just more. Oh, it's definitely more prevalent in the show. I would right, yeah, because like, I think that my, that's where my wife struggles. Is she's like, she's like, he's such an idiot. What the hell is, is he doing? That's the whole point. And You're like, well, yeah. So, uh, what's I going to say? I lost it. Yeah, I don't know, but I couldn't get my wife to watch it. She tried to watch like ten minutes of it. She's like, this is the most boring thing I ever watched. Really? In my life. Yeah. I thought the first that. episode was pretty good. I don't know what. The first episode actually so, hit my wife pretty hard, especially there at the end. Yeah, you know, I think my wife she was kind of like things. ten minutes in. But uh, I didn't know what happened in the first ten minutes. Well, the first ten, the first ten minutes actually shows you know like an apocalyptic type of world, you know, and things going on there. Maybe it, it was. Does, uh, maybe she was in a bat, not in a mood to watch it. Maybe well, it was threw me off, mood. like when Hero's boyfriend appeared. I'm like, why is there another dude? There's not another dude. And then I figured it out that he, he was transitioning because he made that comment about needing testosterone yeah, or whatever yeah. but i might so i know that one had me confused a little bit and yeah i, and I, I was, actually think though that's a good idea because in today's day and age that is a lot more prevalent than and i assume that's why why the president made that one comment she's like oh you we found lots of men just none with the y chromosome yeah is that what she was commenting on? absolutely that there was the people that are transgender you know, it was interesting how quickly... I mean, I know it happened in the book, too, but I don't think they showed it as much. How quickly everything fell apart. You know, and I guess... I'm trying to think... I mean, women should be able to keep the country running, but I guess just the... I was thinking just the amount of dead bodies you would have to deal yeah. with. Is well, like, you know, is bad enough. It would just cripple a lot of things. And if you... The and book, airplanes are crashing. The book then, really kind of skipped that a bit, too. They did. They didn't really focus I mean, too much on it. That's kinda, right. They basically kind of said, hey... The apocalypse happened. They show these little bits, you know, of yeah. people going, ah, whatever, you know, and things. And then all of a sudden, it's like three weeks later or a month later, you know. And, and the show tried to explain a little more, but then you start asking more questions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They, well, they do have some problems there that they have to, that the comic book probably didn't have to address. But I guess that's my, pro my problem between the show and the comic is, while I didn't, I, I felt like the comic moved and had such a, Good quick pace. good yeah. pace with it that you really didn't have much time to really say yeah. what the heck and like i said because it was so much centered you know yeah. on things this one's trying to take more of this global look at it you know and stuff and and because of that i think it slows down that pace well the comics have like 60 issues i mean that's probably like five episodes realistic oh yeah you know? probably so so they gotta like expand it how much how much is number one worth now i don't know Probably um, now in the comic isn't Beth already in Australia? Yes, she the, is, and now she's for some reason we don't know where she's at. Yeah, they're thinking she's in what Iowa or something. I don't even know. I, they made some mention of oh, going on a cross country trip, and I'm just like, really? Well, it's funny. The end of that one episode where the helicopter crashed, you know, and I was like, did she sabotage that? You know, because you weren't really sure the way they played it. It seemed pretty obvious she did, but she didn't like make it too obvious. Well, then later on in the episode, they kind of act like she did or whatever. Yeah. So, interesting. Cool. So how many episodes are you in? Uh, 20 minutes into the first episode. Uh, did the first your wife not watch it? You gave up? Well, no, I went back and I tried to... I, I was trying to watch it and do something at the same time, just uh, have it yeah, on, and it didn't work. So yeah. I got like 20, 
30 minutes into the first episode. Tell you what, I watched, uh, started watching that Foundation on oh, Apple Plus. That. That's, a, that's a show you can't just sit there and, you know, I wanted to have on while doing something else. Oh, uh, fuck. You can't, you I can't, can't do, do that with that anything because I have to pay attention. It, you got to almost pay attention. I don't know what I on. think of it yet because the big problem with that Foundation is I don't know that there's any likable characters. So, um, but it's very pretty. It's really gorgeous to look at. So it's kind of got me there, but uh, I don't know yet. Yeah, the well, jury's still out. I've been watching uh, Godless because I never watched that on Netflix. Godless is that the uh, it's the western? The western with the women with the that, mining town. Yeah, that's that, really good. That's fantastic. It is fantastic. It is really good. I've never love that. even heard of it. Oh really? wow! Is it still on Netflix? Yeah, because I think Netflix owns it. I just wasn't sure with Netflix yeah. if it's they were their gonna show. ever. And take I'm surprised at how many good. People I know are in it, like Jeff Daniels is the main bad yeah, guy, and he's it's got that really lady from good. Downton Abbey, and I'm like, yeah, he's really, good. it's really good. I'm like almost done. I'm like in the last second to last episode. Yeah, if you've never seen Godless, it's it's worthwhile. If you kind of like westerns, it's one seven episodes. It's like mini series. It's it's a mini series. Is it seven? Okay, I was thinking it was. The seven episodes or eight. are pretty long though. Some of them are like over an hour. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Takes a little while to get but through. It's like, but it's a good western. Like if you but, like westerns, it's up there in like the upper echelon. Exactly right. That's the thing. Is it, it can be slow at times, but overall, it is a good western tale. It's really solid. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's really good. You know what? I started watching. Mind Hunters. I am loving the shit out of. No, I've already watched that. Oh uh, wait, what? I just started it last night. What'd you watch? Mind Hunters. So good. Uh, is it good? It's the good. first episode was okay, but I'm hoping. I it only gets watched better. the first season of that. I watched both. It's, it's really, good. It's good. I watched well, part of the I don't know that you really have to be into it, but it helps if you're into it. Sure. Yeah, I guess. Um, it, it was okay. I, I liked it a lot. I don't know. Um, about it. The Harley Quinn cartoon on HBO. Have you watched that? Dude. I, I don't really care about Harley Quinn. Oh my god, I didn't either. That, that like thing just makes my eyes close. Holy over. shit, that thing is so good. It is, is it? so funny. And it's just over the top. It's like. F, don't watch it with your kids. It's like F bomb this, S that, this, really all kinds of. Who does the animation? But dude, it is so. It's funny. It's so good. It I don't funny. know. Mm. I, I watched like six, seven episodes. It's hilarious. It's because I've I've heard some people talk about. You still about think it. South Park is funny? No. Family Guy. Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> I love Family Guy, but I'm start. I haven't watched like the last two seasons okay. because it's like, I want to go back and watch them, but it's like just the same shit. Yeah, it is. It's like Gru. I don't know how I got through, a hundred and forty issues of Gru because it's like the same joke over and over again. Well, the art's pretty amazing. Well, the art is. The amazing, problem is you. But the thing with that is you read it monthly, so it's not as big of a deal. Right. You get your pop comics, you read it, you grew. It's like, ah, cool. But it's 22 minutes every once a week. Same thing if you're watching Family yeah. Guy or whatever. Yeah, true. But That's anyway, what was hard about those group I am, books that I had bound. Like, if you sit down and read a whole one, it's like, it's hard to read. Like, but my son, Zach, he'll read the whole group. Oh, like, yeah, 20 issues. Tore and, through those. No well, problems. and that's the thing, too. I mean, I tore I'm through them when I was a kid, but. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm agree. really digging it. I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's cool. Fun. Star Wars Visions. Oh, I did. I've watched about four or five. Of them. Oh, Good it's guy. dropped. Oh yeah, it dropped oh, it last dropped. week. It's been out for a whole week. It's crazy, dude. Japanese animators are out of their fucking minds. 
they are. But it's fun. It, it's, I, I watched it very quickly because it was something that I knew Xander would watch with me for one. And Brandy was actually interested in that one as well. So uh, the day it dropped, we watched half the episodes and then we watched the other half of them the, the next day. Do you have a favorite? But um, I like, I, pers- I personally like The Elder. That it's, was pretty. We just watched that one last night. Oh, so you kind of went out of order then, huh? We you did just skip kind around. Of just skip around, okay. Because my kids were like one more, and I'm like, well, let's find the shortest one because you really need to get. Yeah, I really like the elder. Um, myself. They had nothing to do with each other. They don't have. You can watch them in any order. It's just the fact that, you know, I was just going right down the line. What do you think of the first one with the really weird animation style? I liked it a lot. The Roman. Yeah. Yeah. It almost I, felt like an Akira Kurosawa movie or something. I I would imagine. Here's what I thought was this profound not really profound this interesting thought ahead so george lucas ripped off like akira kurosawa now japanese is making it come all the way full circle now they're doing like samurai crap out of star wars oh, it's yeah. like well star wars is samurai crap it is like it's like gone all the way well around. what's really funny is in particular on the elder the uh the guy that's part of trigger studios or helped co-form yeah. that one you know he directed that and he said He's, he goes, yeah, at first I thought I was going to retire, you know, or something, or, you know, starting kind of step away. And then they said, Star Wars? And he's like, well, hell, that's what kind of got me into animation. So he's like, hell yeah, you know, I'm, I'm coming back. So, you know, to, to do that one. But yeah, to that point is like, yeah, he he got into animation because of Star Wars. Star Wars was created because of a lot of, you know, the, the uh, uh, what would you say, Japanese movies and cinema and stuff too. So yeah. I have so much shit to watch. What's but so yet, funny? These aren't like, too bad. They're all about fifteen to twenty minutes long. But the only thing problem is there's nine of them. So I mean that's easily two and a half hours. You know worth. Uh, yeah. The only time. one I haven't really cared for so far. Actually, maybe there's the band two. one. No, I like the band one. Oh god. The last one, Akakakiri or something, whatever it's called. It's the very last one. Oh, the very last one. We watched uh, that one. That one was kind of. Uh, and then there's another one that was like. Yeah, because the last one kind of ends on a, like a little bit of a, uh, what would you say, not happy oh, note. The bride, the bride one I thought was a little goofy. Just remember that one? There was like these people. The village married. bride. Yeah. See, that one is probably my son and my wife's favorite. I thought it was kind of slow. Was, and, it is and a little slow. And the Jedi didn't really show up till the end. It didn't really feel like Star Wars till the very end. And the problem with it, it or the, the thing with it, is it feels probably very Asian to me and, and probably out of the, uh, the yeah. majority of them because it's very particular it's talking a lot about you know earth and nature and how everything's one there you know type stuff but if you really think about it that goes a lot with the force it does and you know you have this kind of outcast jedi who shows up at the end and really does some cool stuff but yeah not, i thought it got kind of cool but yeah but you're but not enough to really quench your appetite though either. yeah it just kind of you know just kind of hits a little bit there and i, I don't know I, I liked it overall but um i could see it somebody going thinking that it's a, a little slow because it, it really is it, it's kind of like well come on where are you going go somewhere you know type thing i like the twins how over the top it oh was, god yes you know? but what, what cracked me up the visuals another... on that thing and the freaking lightsaber through the damn star destroyer oh my what god. cracked me up is like so at one point, like somebody's floating out of space, my son's like, "How can they survive outside of space?" And then they have that thing where the lightsaber splitting that thing in two, and it looks just like the scene from Last Jedi it does. when the thing like uh, does Tons the lightsaber through. And I was yeah. like, 
dude, this like this this anime has everything about Last Jedi that all the people hated who like were like you know the purists or whatever. Somebody's floating out of space. They yeah, can't survive. Look, I like the turns turning a split in half. And whatever else yeah yeah i don't like, know i like the twins but i yeah, liked it, it but it was crazy over the top, top but it was i did not care much for the the little band one i mean i understand it it to me it felt the most um one that was probably after the maybe younger family type feel yeah, it was you know, bizarre, stuff it was i i appreciated it for the fact that it was like it's the only one i think of the nine that really decides to punt the whole jedi sith thing yeah you know and it was just like, we're going to focus on some other characters out there. Yeah. Um, so I appreciated it for that. Um, what else? There's another one in there. Oh, the, Ro- that was the second one. I the saw. Astro Boy type I one. one. It's, I think it's pretty weak too. It just didn't appeal to me quite as much. It's not bad either. You know, it's got good animation and stuff, but it does some weird jumps and things. But the Ninth Jedi. I'll, I'll be interested to see if, you, if you've seen that one. Um, did you watch that one? I don't know. But yeah. that one is probably, to me, it's in the, probably the top three cool. of the episodes. I loved it. My son hated it. He thought it was the worst of them all. So we were total polar total opposites polar. on that one. Well, so far, probably my favorites is the twins, the elder, and then the first one. I'm not sure what it's called. Ronan. Ronan. Yeah. So yeah. far, those are my three favorites, but they're all very similar, and it's just a they are they the are pattern. in a lot of ways. <laughs> I, I liked I, I liked a lot of the uh, the Elder and the Ninth Jedi, and uh, probably the Ronin one are probably the top three. But to your point, they're all very similar, you know, in yeah. nature with a lot of that. Um, you know, I enjoyed probably the, the another third of them, you know, all through there, you know, and stuff uh, as it goes. But uh, for the twins, especially for what it was. Yeah. But yeah, I was excited about it, and it. I hope it's they interesting do more. that the same studio made the twins and, and the, elder. the elder. Yeah, but I think that the, my understanding is that Trigger Studios or whatever I think was formed by two different, you know, uh, uh, people there gotcha. with differing styles, yeah. and they kind of just did their own. They definitely it seemed like they were the same style. But yeah, yeah, definitely different stuff there. But Xander pulled up something for me, especially for the twins, that one of their big characters that's in something that they that trigger studios does and maybe even was very popular that dude their character looks like exactly like the male character in uh in twins i mean very very similar i was like oh wow he's like yeah they didn't go too far outside their comfort zone (laughs) that was the point right but yeah Cool. I don't know. It, uh, I was trying to look. Oh, the episode here with uh, that one. That's actually a pretty good one, too. Um, but it's its left real open-ended, I felt like. But I enjoyed it for the most part. I did like the Village Bride where he like shot his helmet into the ship and it blew up. That was pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Well, that understands after that, then he had the helmet back on. Back on, yeah. yeah. How'd that work? Did he have like a stockpile of exploding helmets? He probably did. Head? I don't probably. know. Maybe. You should check it out though. You would, you would like it. I just I didn't know it was out. Yeah, it came out. They dropped week. them all at once. It was like yeah, it was really weird the fact that all nine yeah. of them came out. Yeah, I've got so much other stuff to watch. I don't venture out to find new stuff. I I've only watched the first episode of What yeah. If. Okay. So what if you're not you only watched the first episode? You just watched the new one today. Did you watch the new one? I did too. Isn't that crazy how it's continued? I did not see that coming. 
Yeah, I thought they were all going to be these little individual one-short type things, and now and I think it's kind of... And then they brought back of, a character. I know, and, now yeah. I think it's trying to tie some things together. Well, in, okay, so you watched the one Thor, or whatever, oh, right? Okay. Well, the very end of that is actually the... It's the uh, Ultron coming yeah. through. Yeah, well, that's so, what my son said. He's like, oh, so they are continuing. I'm like, well, I don't think so. I think there's the one done. He's like, well, yeah, but Ultron was at the end of that's the right. last one. And I was like... So it's tied into to this one. So whatever they're so, doing, yeah. it sounds like they're kind of tying this yeah. stuff together in some weird way. But I did find it amusing that the the watcher, you know, sitting there, the watcher's like narrating, and uh, Ultron kind of is like, "Who's singing that? Where's it? You know, whatever." And then the watcher's like, "Huh? He can see me? Yeah, you know, whatever." Uh, yeah, that reminds me. I need to get my the word number one CGC with the. Like, why is that worth money? I don't understand. Because the movie's coming out. Because oh, Love, Love, Love and Thunder. And so what's, has, your, okay. what's your face is going to be Thor. Gotcha. Quite possibly. Yeah, Natalie I was talking to I was talking to someone at the comic at that comic book convention, and we were talking about that because they had that book up there. And I'm like, why is that? And they're like, oh, yeah, the movie. And the guy's like, wouldn't it be hilarious if, like, in the movie, like, she had a Thor costume on and it was like a Halloween party or something and that was like the one yeah, that's thing it. they dropped in the movie and with all these the, people are like Takia, freaking out about I wouldn't it. be surprised if that's the case if he goes there hilarious. you know you should watch the the what if episode though where um, Thor it's like Thor is an only child and so he decides to come down to Earth and just be a, a big party, party. Uh-huh. yeah and it's that one I thought was... I like the more humor. I think ones. I'll eventually yeah. watch them. Freaking, the, 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 is it Darcy or whatever? Yeah, I just don't... Meets Howard the Duck. I don't have time. <laughs> I just don't have time. I understand. That's why I watch them, like, like, religiously once a week. So I'm just like, it's only 30 Scott. minutes of my time, boom. Because otherwise, I'm like you, I get overwhelmed and I'm like... Oh, God, I've got nine hours of crap to watch. How am I going to ever watch it? I have way more than nine hours. Oh, God. Part of it is work. I've just been working insane. My kids are nagging. 60 hour weeks. They both like it. And out of town. 60 hour weeks. Wow. Them's were the days. I wish I had that few hours. (laughs) This is work, though. This is. Uh, it, yours is probably more labor intensive than I. Yes, labor intensive work. Mine, I just have a headache every freaking night after I get a log off. So, are you still working from home? Fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen hour days suck. When are they gonna send you back to the office? Never. But at this point in time, I may just go back in the office to get away from my old cat and out of the household. So nice. Because they will let me go back to the office. That's not a comic book thing. So. Which, I know, I finished it. Uh, real quick, uh, I watched one other little superhero movie called F9. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I tell you what, Fast and Furious has really jumped the ship jumped in a lot of stuff. No, oh, yeah. shit. And, and basically, it's just a superhero film. You know, it's their it's franchise, Universal's. But, I, I mean, I don't know. It was okay, but I, I, lost I drank quite a bit through that movie. And then proceeded to snapchat my family edition? of how bad that movie was this but anyway yes it is of course uh, uh jungle no. cruise i watched the jungle cruise I lost as well it. and that actually wasn't too bad believe it or not i thought it was going to be totally awful and it's kind of a nice little you know it's got almost this like old uh 
It's like an old family film. And, yeah, uh, an old family film. Raiders, not quite, but you know, it's kind of getting into some of that, you know, just like type of thing. So. Just from the commercial. Maybe like a mech mix of that type of stuff. Or maybe like The Mummy. There you go. It, it felt to me like it was more like a mummy tone, uh, you know, with a Brandon Fraser, yeah. you know. Not the, the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, definitely not that one. It almost no. seemed like uh, from the trailer, it had a little flavor of Indiana Jones. Like I yeah. was like, it does. Just the mummy's kind of like that too. But the mummy is yeah. too. So I think I, the mummy is actually know, a better really comparison than uh, than Indiana Jones. But it's all kind of in that same era of things, me. you know, and stuff. So, but I and there again, my my expectations were way low, and so that could have been why I enjoyed it there. But uh, cool. Not too bad. Um, yeah, it jumped the shark when he jumped that car Don't across the it. bridge with the chain. <laughs> and then how somehow when they landed, the chain broke free or whatever, oh, and then he yeah. just drove away. Why are you flipping through Dune? It's a book. Are you, like, reading actually? I, <laughs> he is. <laughs> He's pictures. hoping to absorb it as he flips <laughs> oh through. Right. You know, type things. And Free Guy. I watched Free Guy as well with uh, basically Deadpool right. in a video game or something. I don't know, whatever you want to say. But yes. it, it's pretty fun. It, it's funny. It's what you'd expect. I mean, if you've seen the trailer, it's basically, what, two I, hours of that type I, of stuff. So, I don't know that I would want to waste it. two hours on that. You would that. think not, but it's fun. Free Guy looks good. It's got good reviews. Really? Yeah. It's okay. a fun film. It's funny and, and it's amusing. It, it's it's no putting offense. well, it's putting no offense, Van, old Van Wilder, Deadpool, whatever his name is, Ryan Reynolds in his in the right environment, and so it, it does well. No offense, there's a lot of stupid people out there. Well, yeah. This is the guy who's watching Harley Quinn animation. It's, it's so, so good. good. Yes, freaking funny. Because I haven't had enough Harley Quinn. <laughs> she got overexposed. Dude, I didn't think. Like, I heard people talking about it going, oh, this thing's great. And I'm like, whatever, it's a freaking Harley Quinn cartoon. Well, I see, that would, then I would probably liked it because the expectations were low. Now you've raised them up. And I don't. I think he would like it before you would like it. I probably would. I'm sure he would, but he doesn't have HBO. Max. I know he doesn't. Okay. Well, you're just like, okay, huh? What is that? Uh, I figured you'd probably say that. Who is it? It's a. Uh, Ben Darjin or whatever the heck his name is, the Mandalorian. Now, so, who drew it? Oh, who drew it? Dave Dorman. What? How'd you get Dave Dorman? Yeah, how'd you get the Dave Dorman? Yeah, uh, through one of the website or one of the Facebook groups I follow. Uh, the guy uh, basically said, "Hey, I'm doing this, and uh, I, he's got ten spots open if you're interested." And so I said, "Hell yeah!" So I signed up. It's two fifty. Is what it was. But That's all it was? Yeah, but pencils there, so I'm like... You want me to ink it? Holy crap. So, you want me to ink that? But he hasn't sent it yet, of course, because he's getting them all finished, all ten, and then I think they're going to mail them out. But cool. And things. Wow, but, how'd you get on the list? Like so. I figured that would have gone like that. I would have thought so, too, but they put it up. They posted it. did a Facebook post at, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and Nobody I just happened to be around Dave there. Dorman is. Who is Dave Dorman? He's a painter. He's done a lot of Star Wars stuff. He's done a lot of Star Wars stuff. Exactly. You, well, when it comes in, you want me to ink that bad boy? <laughs> Maybe. Hmm. I'll only charge you 50 bucks. It's got a little... I don't know. Dude, that's cool. Is it on a cover? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. Star Wars cover. Oh, yeah, Legends. Yeah. It's got a little... I don't know. No, that's cool. 
I'll do it digitally. I like it digitally. That one, I'll put it up. There you go. Dorman book. Oh, sweet. I've heard of this one, too. Have you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. So I read 80 Days. Congratulations. This is published by... How long did it take you? Archaea. Ah, a while. Did it take you 80 days? It didn't. It should have read, you read a page a day. It was a longer read than I thought it would be, but it's pretty thick. If you see, like, I mean, it's got a lot of pages. It was like twenty nine ninety nine. This is the first book in a long time that I bought, and I was like, man, I kind of feel ripped off. Yeah. Like, I was like, it was like 30 bucks. I was like... It ain't cheap it making didn't, comics. It didn't give me $30 worth of entertainment. Really? really? It's thick as hell, though. It is thick. But that's Thanks not really to its benefit. Hmm. <laughs> so the basic idea is kind of set like, <laughs> I don't know, I'd say probably really like the 1920s, 1940s maybe. It's, it's in an alternate type history thing. But there's like an organization called AVO, which is like an aviation organization, which is kind of like taking over the world. And so this character flies for them. And so he... He flies missions, but he's not really into their mission. He just kind of does it because he loves to fly or whatever. Well, he picks up this guy um, who's kind of like a... He's really good with the radio transmissions and stuff and the coding and all that radio codes and stuff. And they form like a romantic relationship. But then they get ripped apart because he's like on the run from the law. And so this guy, the pilot guy, gets basically put in jail. And the other guy is on the run. And then there's another character who's friends with the pilot, and she is totally in, but then she decides to help lead the rebellion. So it's kind of like... Sounds uh, exactly like the High Road to China. Okay, well, I haven't seen that for a while. It might be the same plot. Wow. But, uh... I don't know that I've ever seen that. It was, uh... <laughs> it took longer to read than I thought, but yet it, it was kind of very confusing like it didn't really ever explain the world very well it just kind of it was kind of on the periphery but it was kind of important to the story but it didn't ever really lay it out for you very well hmm. so it's kind of confusing and it's just i don't know it was just kind of a drudge to get through it kind of has the that. art is okay but it, there's not a lot of action and then when there is action the art gets like kind of Japanese animation and it's like super hard to follow and you're like what, what, I don't even know what's going on here Ooh. it's just a bunch of just black lines I think color would have helped the book quite a bit but obviously that's not the direction they went um, which is fine normally I don't mind black and white but here's another one where there's like kind of an action thing and I'm like I don't I don't know what's going on there they're fighting I'm not sure who's winning or who's losing but Lots of lines on the page. Hmm. So, yeah, wasn't for me. Didn't do much. But, like, that cover's really cool. And I like the coloring there. So, I think if they had colored the whole book, it would have been a little bit better. But then again, that would have just helped the art. I really think the flaw was in the writing, not really the art. It just didn't flow well. Didn't pull you in. I'll be darned. So, anyway. Don't recommend Live and that. learn. All right. Did you actually read Dune then? I have read Dune just recently. Just recently? I Why? read it because the movie's about to come out. So I'm going to be up on my Dune. I listened to it on audiobook recently. Did you? That's a good idea. Well, Don should do something because. All right, I'll do this. So. You read Sandman Mystery Theory? Yeah, I finally got my run. I finally finished my run, so now I can read it. 
So you've been waiting this long? I've been waiting this long. You've well, read some of it. I've read some of it. I've because read like obviously, how like would the, you know you liked it? I read like maybe the first ten issues. Who signed that? Matt Wagner. Matt, Matt, Matt Wagner. Hmm. He's the writer. It does. So it's written by Matt Wagner with excellent art by Guy Davis. Um, so this is the first four. I read the first four issues. It's a it's a story arc. It's the first story arc is four issues long. Um, cool. Retro what's it review. Called? The Tarantula? Okay, I couldn't remember what it was called. but So, this is um, Wesley Dodds, who was the... Sandman? Sandman. Uh, is it Silver Age Sandman? Golden Age? Golden Age Probably Golden Age. Golden Age Sandman. Um, of the JSA, blah, blah, blah. But this is obviously Vertigo, so it's a little bit more, I guess, adult. I'm centered in the camera sky. But, so, so it's set in like I was the... I trying to center it in the shirt. It's, it's set in, like, the 1920s, 1930s. It's, like, post-Prohibition. <laughs> post like, when was that? Like, Prohibition. 1930s? For, like, a couple of years. So, it's in the 30s. And this is kind of like... Uh, 80s? Something? No. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it's kind of like uh, Batman Year One. It's, like, his origin. Kind of, like, cool. this is his first, like, he's... Does he get, like, summoned by these, like, guys and he's, like, trapped? And he has to, like, get his stuff back? I watched the trailer. No, that that's a different like Sandman. That. Uh, that's a different Sandman. I saw a trailer recently that kind of alluded to that. Yeah. No, this has nothing to do with no Gaiman's Sandman. It's so confusing as a kid. Like, I saw I Sandman know, right? Mystery Theater, and Sandman was by Vertigo at the same time. Uh-huh. As not being very familiar with either well, that's one. probably why I, was I like, never picked this I was like, Quite honestly, when he just showed me that right now, I thought this was going to be Neil Gaiman's Sandman. He's got yeah. like, doesn't Morpheus have like a mask with like, a, that almost looks like that too? He does. Sort of. He has, his is more of a gas mask. Uh, it is a gas mask, is. but it, Morpheus kind of looks like, like a horn type thing, thing. But I mean, but, it was ideally a gas yeah. mask type of thing. So, so confusing. anyway, he, so the, the, one of the main character is him, and then the other one, there's a, there's a female character, um, remember her name it's not important well kind of is because it's about her so her dad is like the he's like either a lawyer or something they live in new york it's in new york so it's like in the 30s and um you know going out popular female name in new york in Um, the 30s but uh mimi linda yeah oh linda that's a good one but um anyway his one of her one of her friends gets Sarah. kidnapped uh, a girl she actually went out with her they go out at night and go Lisa. to the clubs and then they um i can open it up and figure it out rosemary right but uh so they go out to a club um they share a cab she gets out and her friend or her Is friend gets out and she you? carries along well her friend shows up missing um kidnapped and so then She's telling the police that she had talked that she was seeing someone, and it it's all kind of like a murder, kidnap mystery thing. Um, Catherine. Catherine. Is that her name? I don't know. Maybe. Doesn't sound familiar, but it's possible. Looks like probably Diane. Probably. Diane. I think Diane. it's Diane. There's a Diane too. She's a, yeah. so she's not the blonde girl. She's no, the blonde girl's the one that gets kidnapped. Uh, Diane is like Catherine the, is only gets the main girl of the story. Well, anyway, so then this mysterious guy shows this Sandman character shows up. What? Fireworks get bad. 
I think so. I don't know. Did you like this? Yeah, I like it. I like the art, um, and the writing's really cool. Well, it just looks like it kind of has, I mean, much as it says, mystery theater. It looks like it's got that Noir yeah, that's what it is. It's kind of like you know, a, and a if, if done well, it can be a really good story. Sometimes there's a, yeah. a you know, a I fine think, line there between being like campy and whatever else and being well done. I mean, I I'm pretty sure I've read this before, but and that might be why I had it figured out. But you know, I had it figured out. But they give you enough clues. I mean, Matt Wagner's really a pretty good writer. I is think. he okay? Um, and as far as I know, I think he did the whole. Well, no, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know if he did the whole series or what, but I know he, he at least wrote the first four. Um, but anyway, it's kind of like the 1930s silver, you know, noir piece, 30s detective kind of thing. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, he's kind of going around, and he's, you know, trying to solve the case. Um, he does little, which, it's got to come back and bite him in the ass, but he does little paper origami things and he'll leave them like he's always one step ahead of the cops of course like the cops will get a lead and then they'll show up and the dude will be like passed out gassed or whatever and he's already got the information and then there's like a little origami um whatever like sitting on the table or yeah, on top of the victim or, or whatever origami swan or something weird yeah so anyway I don't really know what else that's surprise <laughs> it's fine that's my artist edition cool of uh, Mr. Wright number 13 I think so what else you got Dune do you like it you I love Dune it. I brought it for you guys to look through the best book ever it's pretty it's one of the best science fiction I have ever. never read Dune did really? you know that or I've uh, read all well I've read the audio book is there five Original Frank Herbert I think there's books. Five. I've read them all. You've read them all? Yeah. Like listen to my book or actually? No, read them? actually read them. Really? Yeah, I have them. I did not know that. About Were you feeling okay? <laughs> I love the first book. The first book ago. is awesome. It's like so good. Like rereading it after already kind of knowing it, but like just picking up on all the little details. It's kind of like rereading Watchmen. You catch all the little stuff. And yeah. So good. What's your so deal with well Dylan? written? What's your it's one of my favorite books. I think part of the problem that I may have, if anything, is the fact that I never really got into. Well, I never got into Dune, but I think it was just so hyped when that movie came out with what Kyle McLaughlin or whatever oh, yeah. his name was, you know, and stuff. And I remember watching it at the time and enjoying the visuals, but I just thought that the because of how compressed everything was trying to be, you know, throughout those editions, I was like, this thing makes hardly any sense. You know, type stuff. Yeah, beautiful movie, and I think maybe it was one of those cases in which it was, it's always been kind of like that type of thing of like almost the cult classic type of uh, movie. You know, where it's like it's one of those ones you love to hate. You know, because you can sit there and make fun of it throughout. You know, whatever. You know, type things. Yeah. So because of that, it kind of puts a little bit of a dark cloud over the book, which I've always heard is just so excellent. You know, because of the fact that it could you know sit there and fill it's, in all the political intrigue and everything yeah. else that the movie kind of really failed to do i mean so. it seems like nowadays everything you this you is probably game of to, thrones game, that's before, what i was gonna say you yeah, compare it to game, game of, of thrones. thrones now this yeah. is like game of thrones before game of thrones yeah I mean, it's like it's all the same thing but this is in space 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of is. It's on Doom. Huh? It's on Doom. Arrakis. 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 But yeah, it has all uh, those weird political uh, things going on. Lots of characters. People getting backstabbed. Whatever mm-hmm. the heck else. Characters you like dying, you know, and all these type of things. Harkonnen. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Harkonnen. for whatever reason, Atreides. it just never came across my desk, you know, to read. So. Deep. Well, I read, I saw the Dune movie and liked it. But probably didn't really get it because I was like eight. Yeah, and that's where and I was. And then I rewatched two. it in like high school with like other friends who were super into science fiction, and we were like trying to like figure out all the like details and kind of understand it. It was kind of cool. And then I think in college I read Doom the book for the first time, and then that sci-fi miniseries came out, mm-hmm. and I watched the first one of that, which was a lot more faithful. To I think they only book. did one. There was a Children of Doom as well. Oh, was so, there? Uh, was. I probably watched it then, but I don't remember it. So, but yeah, it seemed... Uh, it was more faithful, but it wasn't near as much spectacle. Right. But I've always liked Dune. I've always kind of had a place in my, you know, whatever for Dune. And I yeah. loved the book when I first read it. But And then I read the second book, but I never read any past that. Because the second one felt like it was kind of the same-ish, just more of the same-ish. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I've only read them once, and it was long time ago, twenty five years ago. Yeah. Well, and I so don't, I don't remember a I lot admit. of them, but I've read the first one at least twice, and I've listened to it, and I've yeah. seen. The, I went back to try to rewatch the movie, but I didn't make it all the way through it. Well, and I admit, not, I'm not because for the new movie coming out because it looks like it could be fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking, the new movie looks do. super cool, and so it, I really wanted to reread the book because I thought it would be fun to go back because I did like it a lot, and rereading it, it's really good. I really yeah. enjoy that. Book. There's and just a lot of great like lines and just there's, I actually think it's really well written like liter from a literary standpoint. Right. Well, I was listening. When did it come out originally? Sixties. Was it really that long ago? I was listening to the book and then I was watching the movie kind of at the same time, and there's some stuff that even be- well like in the eighties when that movie came out. I mean, there's stuff that sixty five didn't Jesus translate Christ. very well the film like the whole talking in the mind and yeah all that and like when you when you read it or listen to it that that whole battle with the where he's training and they have the armor and all that mm-hmm. stuff and it doesn't translate very well like that didn't translate very well in the reading and it translated diff- i don't know it's just weird it's like two different things and well, it's one of those books. This book has like a glossary because like oh, yeah, there's all these words, and you gotta like yeah. figure out what they mean, right? And, you know, and there's like a history of them, and so it's just yeah. it's super detailed and dense, which I enjoy. A lot of people would not enjoy that. It kind of reminds me a little bit of A Clockwork Orange. If you sit down and try to read the book A Clockwork Orange and not have not seen the movie. I don't think you know what the fuck's going on because they have that whole language that they make yeah, up and they use different words and all that stuff. It's not quite that level because I've read Clockwork Orange. Of course, I had seen the movie, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I know I know what you're saying. But I mean, it's it's mostly regular English. They just have some terminology, right? But I I don't know when when I read it, I had already seen the movie and I thought that I would be lost if I hadn't seen the movie. I'm and sure read it would book. be harder. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. anyway. And that's kind of how I feel about, like, this. Like, yeah. Because, like you said, there there is a glossary and there's a ton of stuff. Yeah. They go back to the, oh, whatever the hell they're called. The... I'm excited to see the movie, though, because there's some stuff that happens in the book that's more, like, large-scale, like, battles. And, kinda, and sometimes that's hard to do in a book, and so it'd be interesting to see how it 
kind of plays out, I think it'll be easier to kind of follow and visualize. Yeah. You know, what the film is that? Of course, I think some of that stuff is in the second half of the book, which won't be in the first movie anyway. So. Is that coming out? Yeah. So what are they doing movie wise? Are they already first planning? half of the book? So they're planning already. Well, if it does well enough, they'll make a sequel. Two, I guess. Oh, so they haven't even green lit the sequel necessarily oh, no. yet, huh? And okay. is it gonna be? Is it still gonna be on HBO? Are they dropping? Yeah, they're dropping yeah, HBO Max. Yep, that's what they're still saying. I'm gonna try and see it in the theater though. I think it, it might be worth it. October twenty second, I think. Oh, okay. Don't yeah, I think that would be one to to see on the big screen. There's a few movies coming out that I want to. See. I want to see the new James Bond movie on the big screen. I want to see Dune. I'd like to see Shang Chi, but I haven't been there yet. Cool. What else you got there? Holy cow! Did you buy Echo Land? Nope. Holy shit, you missed out, dude. I'm gonna get in trade. Oh my god, this it's, thing is insane. Well, hell? first of all, it's, it's landscape. Weird which I didn't things. realize it would be landscape, it's but you have to. J.H. Williams doing his thing. Yeah, the art is insane. Like, you have to flip through that thing. It, there's so much detailed stuff in there. Like, I don't know how long he worked on that thing, but I mean, there's like pages in there. Like, the, the layouts are insane. There's, like, stuff where he's got characters, and I'm trying to pick out every... I don't even know half the people that are in that stuff, but it is such a beautiful book. It's crazy good. The story's like oh, that. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. <clears throat> but uh, I don't even remember anything, really, that much about the story. It's kind of like... I don't know. I, I was just, like, blown away. I, like, I was just mesmerized by the artwork. Well, yeah, but I didn't... First of all, I didn't know it was going to be landscaped. Yeah. So that kind of surprised it me. It is. I would agree with but, you. It's beautiful. I mean, I've seen J.H. Williams stuff before, but... I mean, they had a big preview of it. Been, I've never... I didn't... I don't look at previews. Do you look at the sample pages in the previews? No. But I was a little disappointed because the story seemed really short. It does, isn't it? And then there's like half of the book is like back matter. And he basically listed like... There's like four pages in four or five pages in there where he just lists all of the records that he listened to while he drew the book. I'm like, really? I don't need a disc, disc a four page disc, discography. He listened uh, to the Westworld soundtrack on vinyl, Don. Yeah, I know. Ingestion Starship Spitfire on vinyl. Oh, and a lot of Bowie. A lot I of think. sticks. Sticks and Bowie, but uh, yeah, I was like. I was just, that's eye candy, dude. That thing is beautiful. Um, but like I said, I mean, I know what J.H. Williams is, but I was just like, wow. I was very impressed with that book. Other than cool. its length. I wonder how they're going to collect in a trade. I guess it'll be landscape. Landscape? Interesting. But it, it is funny how you like, because they have the, the thing in the back by the, the, the guy... Uh, that he worked with and it's always like 15 years ago me and J.H. Williams met at a comic con and we were going to work on this book <laughs> we've been working on it for 15, 15 you know what I years, mean 15, huh? it's always that story but, but uh, anyway uh, it's that was a great book I liked it a lot I so read Matt's reaching his hand for I know I've only got I thought you were echoing no no I already read or already, I didn't read it, but I flipped through enough. I finished uh, Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill by uh, Daniel Warren Johnson. Was it good? You're Did missing you buy the number trade? one. No, I'll trade it to you. Oh, I already I had already read number one, so I just finished so it out. So you have Brady Jim three, four, five. 
No, I didn't. Man, the fucking art on this thing, though, is... Yeah, the art's really cool. And the story is, like, okay. I mean, it's basically... Um, it's Beta Ray Bill. He hooks up with... Um, who's the dude with the cans ass, the Uzi... Uh, Executioner? Executioner. <laughs> from the Skirm? Huh? Isn't his name Skirm? Skirm. Scourge. Skirm? Scourge. Scourge. He's in it... Um, God, I don't remember. I think, is Roger Raccoon in it? Fuck, I don't remember. But anyway, it's basically him. So, like, he, Thor, like, because Odin has, like, given up and Thor is, like, running Asgard now. Okay. And so Odin is retired. And so Thor was kind of like a dick to Beta Ray Bill and he broke his hammer. And Beta Ray Bill can't change back to his original form without his hammer so he has to go and find so he goes to find Odin so that another hammer so that he can talk Odin into making him another hammer so that he can change back into his where the hell is Odin and he's like hanging out somewhere he's like retired like working in a bowling alley or something I don't Hmm. know he's like I don't remember where he was but he's like hanging out somewhere so the whole thing is just kind of like this journey god damn it who the fuck else is in it it's like a rocker raccoon dude but it's not rocker raccoon um, is it, huh? No, it's uh, who's the little troll dude from uh, Infinity, the Infinity Watch? Pim, Pim. Oh, that guy. The troll. Yeah. <laughs> Pip. Pip. Pip the troll is in it, and That's um. Pretty obscure. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, so I couldn't remember who the hell was. But anyway, they join him and they go on like this journey to like hunt well, down Odin. Star Fox in and then Odin's like, Odin's like, oh yeah, no, he's like, I can't, I can't make that. But uh, if you go, if you go find, I think he has to go find Surtur or whatever, and he's down in Muspelheim. 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 And so, anyway, he just goes on this journey to, like, try to find himself, and that's kind of what it is. Hmm. So, um, the art's really good. I mean, Obviously. the story's okay. It's not the, it's not, like, the greatest thing since sliced bread. It's not Watchmen, but, uh, <laughs> the art, the art, the art makes up for it where it lags in story. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, I've, I've read some terrible stuff. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't overly exceptional. Next, well, I only have one. Are, are we done except for yeah, except for Watchmen? All right, so I've been buying. All I did was watch TV. All I've been buying Joker, weeks. the Joker series, and I'd already read number one, so this is two Look through whatever. That is a nice cover. Um, Gillum March. Is this does the introduction the of Punchline? No. Oh, okay. Uh, the introduction to Punchline was like Batman number eighty-eight or eighty-nine was her first appearance, but there is a Punchline story that's running through the back of this so like the main story is a joker story and then there's a like i don't know five or six or seven pages of the punchline story at the back of it which i punchline is like uh is like a poor man's harley quinn i think i don't know what the big deal is with punchline Punchline that's a new character i understand that but it's it's not doing it's not doing anything for me the interesting thing about this book that I really kind of like because I was thinking about dropping it and then I sat down and read them and I'm really enjoying <laughs> the storyline because uh, well they're like six bucks 
But just, I was buying it originally because it was Gillum. I thought Mark, about dropping it just because it's Gillum, one of those ones that I just buy and bag and throw into a box. Gillum Mark's artwork. And, uh, well, Scott, I'm always trying to cut back. <laughs> I'm always trying to save a buck. I can believe that. And this is a freaking I just hope that you never $6. do. Because <laughs> at least now I know where I can go for my encyclopedia right. of comics. So this is, like a, this is like a $6 <laughs> cover price book. And I'm like, oh, that's an easy thing to cut out. I'll Plus, I always, Joker. I always like to make fun of the fact that but, here again, you're missing number one so well, or something. But normally you're it. missing like number three. So I'm, I'm proud mean, of you. I what? have number one. <laughs> is I've there read extra it. pages? It's five ninety nine. Yes, that's what I'm saying. There's extra pages. There's a punchline story in the back. It's a punchline story. That's what the extra pages are? Yes, it is. Yes. So it's a full issue and then And then like five issues or five pages of story. But this story, I'm really enjoying it Go because it. it's it's more of they a... They didn't number them for you? It's but a, you do enjoy it. It's a Jim Gordon story. Oh. So it's like, it's basically Jim Gordon is like, um, he's retired, and these people come to him, and they're like, we want you to go find the Joker and kill him, and we'll pay you like... $50 million or whatever. Well, the Joker... I mean, Jim Gordon already has an issue with the Joker because he fucked up his daughter. And he's like, I'm retired. Like, I'll go find him. I'll kill him. And he's kind of struggling with it a little bit. Like, will I really kill him? Will I not kill him? I figured you'd um, just say you'd find him and then let them go do their thing. I don't know. There's only 22 pages of the main story. Seven issues of Punchline. I don't know. That's rough. Yeah, twenty two main and seven of punchline. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I know that's what I'm saying. So I could have totally so understand. Why, I'd drop it if I were you. That's why I was thinking about dropping it. But then I sat down. And that punchline story just—it's terrible. <laughs> It's—it's—I—I I don't even know that I read it. I don't even know what the, it's like. Her establishing her dominance in prison or whatever. Like she's the big person <laughs> in prison. I don't know. It's, hey, quick, James Tinian the fourth story. Yeah. So he does that book. Something is killing the children. Yeah. Which is really doing well for Boom. It's really doing well right. for him. So I was looking at the latest numbers because he mentioned I'm subscribed to like his newsletter. Of course you did. And I think something's Are you killing the for that. No, no, not paying it's a free one. I think something's killing children. It's doing about thirty eight thousand a month of because it's on like issue eighteen. Now, granted, there's like trade sales and stuff too, so people are reading the trade. He's doing a spin-off series of Something's Killing the Children. I don't know what it's called. Slaughter. Slaughter or something. Slaughterhouse. Yeah. He said that orders for issue number one came in at 460000 For Slaughterhouse? For Slaughter, whatever that book or is. Whatever. The spin-off. The yeah. spin-off. So if your core book is doing like forty k a month, and your spin-off, usually spin-offs do less, but it's doing over ten times what your normal book is doing. How? Why? What? What's the logic there? What? How many? What kind of covers did they do? What's the? I don't know. So you think it's? So I mean, yeah, it's all just like well hype, right? Like there's no actual core yes, audience for because that. Yeah, because there's a bunch of people that are buying. Because let's say that you're super. Copies. Let's say but, that you're reading something's killing the children, and you're one of the guys who's paying. You know, or you're you're at issue eighteen. You're you're one of the forty thousand buying it, right? Actually reading it. I'm guessing because mm-hmm. issue eighteen, you're pretty much people who are reading it. Um, How many? So some are reading in trade, but if you read in trade, you're probably going to buy the new series spinoff in single issues. You probably just stick with trades on that too, right? There could there 
there could be a lot of FOMO. Fear of missing out? Yes. Because True. those early issues of Something's Killing, Something's Killing Children. Children, they're all CGC, they're all 9-8s, they're all going But logically... For, they're all going for big money. But, but it's because they so, were rare. Right. And nobody knew what they were. Right. It's taken off. But people don't know that. People yeah. see that something... People are like me back in 1992 yeah, when they killed when they killed Superman yeah, and I ran around town like an idiot trying to get my five scrounge up my five copies because I was going to send my third kids through college. I mean, yeah, totally. I don't. I'm not saying that that's. I think that's three hundred and sixty thousand okay. copies, but if they're doing, if they're doing they're enough, doing incentive covers, they're doing and, enough incentive covers. Yeah. Then people are going to be getting the incentive covers because they're going to go, oh well, this is something that's killing children all over again, but it's not going to be because. But how many off. how many printings did that go through? A lot. Something is killing the children. I'm just saying, of the core people are still reading. Uh, that issues. are still reading it. Well, yeah. I'd be interested to see what your numbers are on your number one after you go through all your printings of it's something that's killing cold, the children. But, but I'm just saying, it seemed like the main audience for this book and, are people who are still reading it in single issues. And they had a free comic book day for it. A lot of people were into it. James Tenyon probably has... How long has that big book been coming out for? A while. Four years? Three years? Four it's years? It's only issue 18. Oh. So it seems like three years. Okay. I'm sure it's not coming out monthly. Right. Let's say... Well, they probably do that boom thing or image thing where they put out six issues yeah, and, and then they wait. Drop right, I don't want to get the whole thing. I was just... Just want to mention this quick. Let's do Watchmen. Hold on, I want to... Oh, what? Yeah. He wants to show... Do you guys want to look cool at this? So it's I just figured after this. Oh, that's cool. That's why I Because I want to look in it. detail. Okay. And probably just be in... Ooh, All right, let's uh, do Watchmen. Give him my Jokers. Give him my damn Jokers. They're going to be worth... This issue dollars. read pretty fast because it has like five pages of just splash pages of people dying. It They're does. Fucking well, awesome, people though. Dead. They are. The artwork is crazy. Do you, okay, this so was back like my to favorite our favorite issue. Well, probably because it was the end, huh? No, I mean, I, I, it's it was good. I liked it. It is good, and it finally like kind of lets you whole, know. It's like the whole Doctor Evil thing. A lot of the questions I were asking were answered. I know exactly, and it's the whole Doctor Evil thing. It's just like, but uh, isn't it interesting how you kind of have the yellow with the red? Mm -hmm. You know, which is kind of how the whole thing started yeah. anyway. And the in the fact of the end, you know. With the guy with the, with shirt, the, guy with the, the shirt and a little bit of ketchup on the, the button, I mean, yeah, is basically awesome. your first thing from your first frame of the very first issue, Absolutely. you know, so so it goes right around back to that. But, yeah, I mean, the artwork, the only right. disappointment that I had here is the fact that this is, like, the best view you ever get of that effing alien, I know. you know, oh, yeah. type thing, that, yeah, and stuff. You never really get a, you know, a zoomed out, you know, type of thing. it's so thing. big, you can't so, fit it in the frame, man. Whatever. He All right. could have had a more aerial so, view. So let me ask you a question, a technical question here. Mm -hmm. When she shoots him mm -hmm. and he gets the bullet. Where yeah. the fuck the blood comes Why? From? Where's all the blood? From his hands. I know. But he, he, he gets up. He gets up and it's not like his hand's gushing blood or anything. Yeah, he he just gets up and he's like, yeah, I got a red hand. It's like he burst a freaking ketchup packet in his hand. Right. It's that not. felt like his hand. It's on red. both of his hands. No, there's no. There's no nothing in his hand. I mean, yeah, there's, there's nothing there's... there. That's probably my only complaint of the whole thing is him catching that bullet. I mean, it's a cool scene and all, 
but it makes no sense because it's not like he does anything else after that. You know, he's just like, oh, yeah, I got the bullet. Unless he's got a blood pack, like you're saying, that he planned it ahead of time that she was going to shoot him and he was going to play possum, so she kind of I really, I always took it like if his hand got... Hit, got hit with a bullet, so it's bleeding. Yeah, you think it is, you know, type things like the hand took the, took the stuff, but there's like no real wound there. It's not like he's you gushing blood. There, blood. There's no blood. No, but there's no blood, you know, going but, anywhere else. He doesn't even wrap his hand, you know, type things throughout the rest. So his, what really happened in caught. there, you know, it, by the power of the brain? Yeah, well, possibly I guess he, so. I guess he caught both of them. Caught it with both his hands. He did caught it with both his hands. Yeah, but these are hand like has. <laughs> You know, a I huge... Uh, and I'm not sure how you catch a bullet. Like, I understood that it hit his well, hands, but wouldn't it probably go through his hands and through him? Yeah, possibly, so he, for especially as... Did he use some force to kind of, like... Especially as close as she is. Well, I'm assuming that he kind of, like, moved with it, you know, to kind of... Yeah. Bruce Leroy catches bullets with his, his teeth. teeth. That's how he catches them. <laughs> that way you don't have any blood, because your teeth are bone. Chuck Norris just scares it away, so it's all good. Catches bullets with his teeth. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, there's not much. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, over uh, much past that, it's a, like a perfect issue, though. Yeah, you know, type thing. I think. I thought that was fine too. So I'm not even complaining about. The yeah, I don't know. I still had some. So this is what you were talking about. How like uh, Rorschach and Doctor Manhattan killed Rorschach. You're yeah. getting into some really deep shit. The last time. Well, I was just saying that. Like, who's the hero? Right. Like. There is but no hero. There's a line from Alamo, which I think kind of sums it up for me, that kind of answered my question, where he said, where he said it's bigger than us, it's bigger than humans. What did he say exactly? Who's that, Dan? Yeah, Dan Driver. Yeah. yeah, he does have that statement. So when did, um... He says... He says, how, how can humans make decisions like this? We're damned if we stay quiet. Earth's damned if we don't. Yep. And I think that's the whole point of Watchmen. Is like, there's these people, heroes, where they shouldn't be heroes. Like in Alan Moore's view, they shouldn't be taking the law into their own hands. They shouldn't, the ridiculousness of these people putting themselves into situations Arms that they shouldn't be weird, in, right. in the first place. Because it's none of their business. Leave it to the professionals, leave it to the police. They shouldn't, I mean, the Hence whole the idea whole watch of, is the Watchmen. The yeah. whole idea of superheroes is stupid right like it's he's deconstructing it it's like it's ridiculous we don't superheroes are dumb i think is basically how i take that and how the whole book is basically. it could be i mean because is that his whole thing on dr manhattan then as well in a wave of the having like a superhero that is omnipotent or whatever you yeah. want to say type thing that you know would they really stick around the goddamn earth exactly you know, like things? i mean if he was omnipotent he he has no interest in humans and he would just wander off right yeah well, and I mean, it's not like, I mean, obviously that's been, I mean, it reminded me a lot of, especially now with the, with the Avengers movies, I mean, it's Thanos, you know, like Adrian Beat is kind of like Thanos, like, Thanos is like, yeah, well, I have way. to save the universe, so I have to kill half the people. Yeah. And it's like, the ends justify the means, and like, totally. I'm the only one that can make the hard decisions, and so like, Adrian... Yeah. He's, is he's that evil guy? Um, he's yeah, the injustifies the means type of guy. Sure. Yeah, and I mean it. Kind of that's what it reminds me of. Maybe Thanos is Adrian. Like, well, that's true too. I mean, that's what I was saying. I mean, because this was '86. When did Infinity Gauntlet come out? Later than that, Later probably. Than that, yeah. But I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, but Infinity Gauntlet, he was after. He was just horny for death. It wasn't like he was trying to, and to justify the means, was it? 
Well, that's true in the book, but in the movie they right. they spun it. They that's, did spin that's it what I meant to. That. That's right. That's because I'm obviously I've read Infinity Gauntlet, but it's been yeah. so long that I'm more in the movie. That'd be weird movie. if he was horny for death. So they kind of. <laughs> I know, exactly. and so then they stole from Watchmen and, and right. decided that the end would justify yeah. the means. And, Correct. Uh, yeah, but I mean that's whole point of evil, right? It's like they they think that you know if the end does justify. That's very true, too. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. And it is kind of interesting, because how far does it go, like, when you're when you're back? Because it's, like, it's changed. Like, the Russians came in to, like, help, and they kind of yeah. took over, and now you have the Russian diner instead of the... You have the Borscht diner instead of the Gunga Den diner, and the guy's making a comment about it, you know, now the Damaroskis are in here, and... You know, well, then that news guy at the end, he was like, well, they don't want us to print anything about, you know, bad about the Russians. It's like, what, so we've lost the free press or whatever, you know? And it's and like, then, how is well, that better? How is this utopia or whatever? Well, and it was kind of interesting, too. They are like, oh, there's a damn RR running. It's I thought it was Ronald Reagan at right. first. And then and I know, like, it's Robert Redford. I was like, yeah. oh, that was Well, it's in the news, too. Did you see that? The newsstand. Uh, yeah, it says RR running or something. Yeah, exactly right. That's what I first saw. I was like, like oh, Ronald Reagan. There's a damn Nixon's cowboy actor or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, then they talk about a cowboy. And then they answer my other question about right. how Lori was comedian's daughter because she said that after their altercation assault, you know, he came by and they had like a little fling or something. And so I was like, okay, that makes sense. I was trying to figure out how that happened because you'd think if someone tried to rape you, you would then hook up with them later. You never know. That's what I think that one more saying. You people are strange, dude. They are strange. Some of them people would. There's people that. Well, she obviously wasn't with the Hooded Justice because he wasn't into women, yeah. apparently. There's so. There's people that get married to Did the anybody same read? Person, like, or does anybody have. I had like a little afterward by Alan Moore. You may read any of that. I did not have that. Oh. I'm sure bit. that Don does, though, in that monstrous, beautiful absolute that he has. Talk a little bit about where it came from and what he thought about it. Yep, it's right there. And he does kind of seem yeah, like he's a little annoyed by the commercialization of it already. And he does make a comment like, you know, this is our final word. I don't want to, you know, talk about the skin, blah, blah, blah. And they freaking makes me more annoyed that DC did all that before Watchmen and just kind of moved Watchmen for all it could be. Yeah, it's in here, but I didn't read it. Well, because DC, what, owns I did go the through. rights to it or something, I guess? Yeah, they never... He, they told him that when it went out of print, they'd give him the rights back. back. And they never let it go out of print. Right, and they never let it go out of print. That's, yeah. how, you, that's how you fix that contract. Well, and I also... I don't know. I was, listen, I was listening to something, or I read something, and somebody was taking DC's side, and I don't know if they were really taking DC's side or if they were just playing the devil's advocate, devil's advocate but they were like... DC very well I mean obviously the first one is dude you signed the contract if you weren't if you didn't like the terms of the contract then you shouldn't have signed the contract and sure, then they're sure. like well he took them at their face value that you know he was gonna get them back and blah 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 and then they're like it was a huge fucking hit like it blew everything out of the water of course they're gonna keep it yeah. in print like they're gonna keep it available like maybe they didn't have Maybe they weren't trying to just keep the rights away from Alan Moore. They were making money on it. So yeah, why sure wouldn't were. you make money yeah. on it, you know? But well, it was funny. There was a... I, somebody I stumbled up to an old I interview mean, with Alan Moore. And he was talking... Was Alan Moore talking about everything? And 
he was saying how when before Watchmen happened, how Dave Gibbons had called him and they were trying to get him to get on board with it. And he wanted, and they said that yeah, they said you would be quietly compliant or something. Well, I was more like, what the? <laughs> I'm not gonna be quietly compliant. <laughs> and so he he's mad at Dave Gibbons now too. But he was saying how at one point through like Dave, they were trying to tell him that they would give him the rights back to Watchmen mm. if he would bless before Watchmen or say, mm. you know, he's like, and he's like, well, I don't even want it back anymore. It's like, I feel like they're trying to give it back to me because they've already like milked it for all they could right. and it's not any good to them anymore. So now they're willing, here, here's our dead fish that we've, you know, done everything we can oh, yeah. with. You can have it back. You know, he's like, I don't even want it anymore. Did you listen to the um, Brian Boland or watch the Brian Boland shoot? Nope. No. There's a Brian Boland one. I want to read, I want to watch the Frank Quietly one. And there's one. a Frank Quietly one. Yeah. I listened. Brian Boland's insane. I listened to the podcast of it, so I don't actually watch it. So I listened to the Brian Boland one. And then um, I started the Quietly one. But I didn't. I only got like 20 minutes into it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Watchmen, man. We did it. What did everybody think? Final thoughts. Still as amazing as you remember? Oh, it's still very good. I mean, I don't know. I think it's still amazing. I think it's... Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think it's still one of the greatest comics I've take ever. Leave it. You can take it or leave it. I, I still think it's one of the best it's comics good. out there. Yeah. It's good. It, but a lot of that could be my nostalgia factor, though, too, in general. I don't know. I mean, I think it's been long enough since I've read it. I think I can look at it with a fairly fresh set of eyes. I think it's just super good. Super excellent. So well done. It's kind of like Dune. Perfect man. There you go. It's it like well done. Dune and Watchmen are like those things that just, just I don't know. You're so happy. good. You're so good. Well, you that, can go back to them every ten or twenty years and just com- that's the be just as impressed as you were the first time. Not to get ahead of ourselves. Maybe even more impressed. Not to get ahead of ourselves, but that's the feeling I had when I, I read the Scout. first five issues of Scalped. I was just like, oh my god, this is so good. I remember I'm not this, expecting like, that reaction, but I do hope I enjoy. It. The art's just so... Armguera is pretty cool. Armguera. But he doesn't do all of it, though. Well, he did the first five issues. Looks like he's pretty consistent. I thought he did all of it. Maybe he had a couple Neon, Inferno, Drankavilla. He might have had a couple of villains, but I think he did most of it. Looks like towards the end, they let him just do the whole thing. Mm -hmm. They realized. Anyway. Cool. All right. That's all we got for tonight. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Thanks. Bye.